Hello, you're listening to Drawn to the Flame, a podcast for fans of Arkham Horror the Card Game. I'm your host, Frank, and today I'm joined by... It's me, Peter. Hello, Frank. Hi, Peter. How are you doing? I'm much better than yesterday. I, I heard you, as you were reading the intro there, you, you chuckled just at <laughs> yeah. the beginning. You I still just think... started thinking that you're about to say it, and it started making it's me laugh. <laughs> still obviously laughing at the Alan Partridge impression I did yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking back on the last time we met to record. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. Uh, I'm excited. What's what's the dice? What's the dice deal today then? Right. So one to seven, we're doing Guardian. Yeah. Eight, we're doing the Roland Banks investigator specific episode. Oh. <laughs> Have you rolled an eight? <laughs> yeah, rolled an eight. Let's call it a seven. And we'll, carry on. <laughs> we'll get round to this guy Roland at some point. Yeah, I think he's quite new, so. Need a bit more time. Yeah, get 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 his on his round. I told you I roll well. I told you got good good dice chops. Cool. So instead, we're doing the Guardian section of the Innsmouth conspiracy. I'm going to get so many people slagging me off for backing off now. And our Guardian investigator is not Roland Banks. It's Sister Mary, the nun. She has four willpower, two intellect, three combat, and three agility. She's believer and blessed traited. During setup, add two bless tokens to the chaos bag. Reaction, when the round ends, add one bless token to the chaos bag. Elder sign effect, plus one. If you succeed, add one bless token to the chaos bag. The Lord watches over my path. I am armoured in faith. Five health, nine sanity. She's got a deck size of 30. She takes Guardian 0 to 5 and Mystic 0 to 2, importantly. What my... I mean, first of all, that's a spicy health and sanity stat line, stat line for a guardian, right? <laughs> for a guardian, yeah. So, so here's my initial thought, Frank. You ready mm-hmm. for a hot take? Yeah. I don't know whether this is a lesson they've learned, but it's nice that for a, a theme of cards, we've got an investigator who interacts with them at a, at a fundamental level. Mm-hmm. We've seen themes amongst player cards, like, say, Succeed by Two, or the chaos bag fishing effects uh, in other factions for some time and it's only more recently we've got investigators who kind of directly interact with those themes so sister mary we know mj is focusing on well it's uh, there's only going to be bless and curse tokens in this cycle currently mm-hmm. uh, because yeah. we get the token insert with the pack so there's not another chance to add sister mary for the foreseeable future or any yeah. investigator who interacts with Bless or Curse. Uh, so, you know, th- maybe th- they were in a bit of a corner when they were <laughs> they were developing the, the investigators if they wanted one that did interact with them. But mm. I think it does make all of the other cards which do seal... Uh, sorry, which do use Bless, do use Curse, or rely on those tokens being in the bag, it makes them all a little bit more effective when you've got mm. someone on the team that can add them natively. Yeah. I, I think I spent, said a lot of words there to say something quite straightforward. No, I think I think you're spot on. Like I think the other example that illustrates your point well by by not by not doing what you've just described is tarot. That we got tarot in Circle Undone, and there was quite a lot of talk of who takes tarot cards, who doesn't. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have an investigator who was really crying out, "Yeah, I'm the best home for tarot." 
definitely take Anna Kaslow in me. You know, people have tried Anna Kaslow in Seth or Anna Kaslow in Carolyn, I think also in Lola. Yeah. But there wasn't like that tarot investigator, the soothsayer, who would really feed into that. Yeah, and, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, when we talked to, to MJ at the end of that cycle, they said... I've done enough with tarot for now. Maybe we'll come back to it, but I'm not sure. But there was that slight feeling of maybe it could have been explored more deeply. And it feels like maybe that lesson's been learned here because Bless and Curse is definitely being explored thoroughly. You yeah. know, they're taking every opportunity. So for me, I like to draw a line between thinking about Bless without Sister Mary and then thinking about Bless with Sister Mary. Because I think the proposition is so different. By the end of turn one, you already have three Bless in the bag at least as Sister Mary, if you've not taken any tests, you know, assuming you're not taking tests, in the way that you might have committed resources and things like that to get to that point for anyone else. What do you think of that stat line? I mean, you mentioned the health stat. Already fascinating. To me, this is a this is basically a mystic stat line as well, isn't it? Yeah, Zoe sort of jumps to mind mm. with the four willpower. Yeah, um... I th- interesting. Yeah. And it depends. I, I honestly don't know how I would build her. Just if, if you if you pointed a gun at me, I wouldn't know <laughs> exactly what I was going to do with it initially. Mm-hmm. Whether I go with weapons or whether I go with spells. I think I'd probably go with spells to deal damage and some other stuff. Maybe like shrivelings and sixth sense or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, one option here that you might love is Mind's Eye Mary. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah with the it. with the Dream Eaters spell suite, event suite. That's so not add, that's not terrible. Although, yeah. I think I prefer Mind's Eye in a five willpower. Yeah, five is going to be better than four. You mentioned guns in Sister Mary, and of course that three combat isn't a problem if you're running a weapon that's giving you plus four combat, like a flamethrower mm-hmm. or you know a lightning gun or whatever else it is. You know, yeah, yes, you can get to some really high numbers in Mark when you've already got five combat, but if you're running those high XP weapons, it doesn't matter. The question is, what do you do at level zero to get to that point? Because if you pop a 45 automatic or a machete into Sister Mary, fighting at four doesn't feel particularly impressive. So no. yeah, working out sort of how you build into getting to that point. And she's going to be fun to explore. I, I potentially think you do... Here's, I haven't thought about... I know we've seen her for a while, but I haven't... must admit, I haven't thought about her in too much detail. Mm-hmm. I think you can maybe do, like, a real support build in her. Take Brother Xavier, mm-hmm. the lad. Haven't thought of him in a while. He puts you up to five willpower and gives you a real boost to your health which yeah. is nice. And then I think you can use cards like First Watch to really tank the uh, the Mythos deck. Yeah. And you'll have some healing cards in there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. can easily pull pull enemies off the other players. And I think you probably maybe use some offensive spells on top of that as well. If you get, say, Xavier and a Rosary down, you're up to six willpower, which, mm-hmm. is, which is pretty tasty. Yeah, that's really nice. And, you know, her stats for the, for the Mythos phase her stats aren't terrible three agility and four willpower yeah she's more defensive than she is progressive exactly seven five split yeah she'd pair really well with with a dedicated cluer with a with a mandy or a daisy or something like that wouldn't she yeah even a joe who could help with fighting as well yeah well let's move on and look at her signatures do you want to read us guardian angel oh yeah of course yeah sorry 
Uh, Guardian Angel. This is a two-cost asset. It has a... Ah, well, here we go. The icons and the assets are often a little window into what they want yeah, to do. Yeah, they are. They so are. the Guardian Angel has a, a willpower and a combat and a wild icon, and mm-hmm. it has ritual and blessed. Sister Mary deck only. Guardian Angel may be assigned damage dealt to other investigators at your location and connecting locations. Reaction. When any amount of damage is assigned to Guardian Angel, add that many blessed tokens to the chaos bag. And she has... Is, is it? Is the Guardian Angel like... It's almost like an ally. Is it an actual angel or is it her? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to sort of tell, hard to say. It? Anyway, the Guardian Angel has three health. And null sanity. Yes. Yeah. So you just mentioned about, you know, topping up that health pool. And I really like this for Mary, that you're you're getting your health up to eight. Yeah. But also you're in a very guardian way. You're getting benefit for taking damage. You're using your health pool for something more than simply taking hits. Yeah. Which I think is really nice. Um, I like that you mentioned the icons as well, because you could have this down and have well-prepared down and be giving yourself a plus two combat or a plus two willpower every turn if you wanted to. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, this is so you could a lot of these cards that have an, an impact when you assign damage to them. You do a little bit at a time <laughs> because it's yeah. each time they're assigned damage. But this, there's nothing wrong with you just slapping three damage straight on it. Yeah, you could fail a grasping hands, take three damage, just be like, okay, fine, yeah, three bless. So just a few days ago, Frank, we looked at the uh, the survivor card that adds bless tokens to the bag. Keep faith. Keep faith. And that was two cost for four bless. Mm-hmm. Am I right? That's right, yeah. This is two cost for three bless and mm-hmm. three health soak or, or three additional health. Yeah. That feels good. Yeah. that And that's in an investigator who is anyway producing a bless a turn. <laughs> so there's a, there's a possibility that you actually don't want the Guardian Angel to take too much damage because you're generating bless natively anyway. But it's nice to have in a pinch if somehow you've lost a load of bless tokens from the bag. You've got a way of rebuilding quite quickly if you take damage. Yes. Yeah. So her weakness is crisis of faith. It's a treachery. It's madness traded. Revelation. For each bless token in the chaos bag, you must either replace it with a curse token or take one horror. This feels really, really bad. <laughs> so there's a really easy workaround for this, because I believe the wording is almost exactly the same as Diana Stanley's weakness, which is that you say there are 10 bless in the bag, so I'm taking 10 horror, and then you mm-hmm. deny existence. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so seems, seems like, the, the, yeah. For me, I think cards one and two for Sister Mary might be deny existence because it's such an amazing response to this weakness and it just means you don't even have to worry about losing the bless tokens. This is obviously the card you want to draw right before your cryptic grimoire. Hey, yeah. Sister Mary, the secret grimoire enabler. (laughs) Yeah, which we looked at yesterday, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Seeker's like, oh, I'm never going to get to 10 curse at this yeah. rate. And Sister Mary's like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you hit, hit this in upkeep, you started the game with two bless. We're assuming they haven't come out. And when the round ends, you would add another bless. So at that point, there are only two bless in the bag. And this is just a two horror weakness. It's possible that this doesn't, you know, if you keep drawing those blesses, this could just be a weakness that's, say, one or two horror. But, yeah, 
it's an it's a sort of mean one, isn't it? Because I think there'll be times where you've got say eight bless in the bag, and you really want to stay at that potent bless level. Yeah. Oh, and another thought: if you don't have a chaos token to replace the bless with, you're going to have to take the horror. Oh, if yeah. you've got eight bless and eight curse in the bag. You can only replace two of those blessed with curse because there's only two more curse tokens, yeah, yeah, which yeah, means yeah. you're guaranteed six horror. Yeah, deny existence just went even higher <laughs> in stock for me. The only mitigation I can think of is that she's got nine sanity. It's like this, this, she starts having a crisis, then she says, no, I'm not having a crisis. Yeah, exactly. I deny the existence of whatever deity she believes in. <laughs> yeah, so that's the weakness. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think this is fiddly. I like the sort of the choice, but I think it could actually be like a sleeper quite nasty one yeah. because it can really derail a scenario that feels like it's going well. And all it matters is that you for you to be in a situation where you simply can't take the horror and suddenly you're turning the bag really nasty at a moment's notice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've had a peek ahead and every single one of the Guardian cards interacts with Bless in some way. So okay, I think cool. if, if you're building Mary with these cards in and as you should because you want blessed tokens in the bag you want cards mm. that work with blessed tokens in the bag this has the potential to be even worse mm-hmm. okay well given that you've peeked ahead let's should we move on to yeah, the next card let's yes is it me next it is yeah okay this is the book of psalms is, am i saying that right I've, I've said it psalms my whole life yeah yeah that's right psalms it's there's a lot of extra letters in that word Uh, this is a three cost asset with a single willpower pip Uh, it has item tome and blessed traits which means that Matteo can take it it uses four secrets and has action spend one secret heal one horror from an investigator at your location add two blessed tokens to the chaos bag and it uses a hand slot so it seems pretty straightforward really Mm. three cost to potentially heal four Four horror and add eight blessed to the bag. It's just a lot of actions. Yeah, it's it's the the same downfall as a lot of these similar kind of cards, like mm. um, first aid kit. Yeah, yeah. I think I prefer soothing mirror. Sorry, so I've, <laughs> you know what I've done there, Frank. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I think I pre- I prefer hallowed melody. <laughs> oh no, I did it again. <laughs> I prefer uh, Hallowed Mirror, I think, for yeah. some general uh, healing. Yeah. And this is the perfect example of the the line I was talking about, about is System Aerie in the party or is it another Guardian? Like, if you're running this just as your healing card, there's definitely things that heal more efficiently. And Hallowed Mirror is really hard to compete with for that. But if you're wanting also Bless or interacting with Bless, maybe this is worth a shout maybe carolyn becomes another home for bless because she heals two horror per secret and gives a resource does she heal two horror no she gives a resource for doing it unless she has rational therapy out which would then heal additional horror but yeah she potentially likes that and it's a way for her to get bless in the bag yeah but yeah yeah it's kind of dark dark days you can take it as well right dark daisy could take it yeah yeah yeah. mateo could take it daisy for me, slots squarely in that support bracket that you mentioned as well, that maybe it's a card that you have and you're just sort of topping up the team when you've got spare actions yeah. and you're getting this extra benefit that it might help people pass tests I think down it, the line. I think it's so hard to get these 
these kind of cards f- to feel like they're worth it. Yeah. And we've all got favorite, like I, I love Thermos. You know, there's what, what are the other ones that are similar? You know, it's Liquid Courage as well, which we've just seen an mm-hmm. upgraded version of, which I think is much better. Yeah. I think time will tell. I think and really. Maybe this falls between two stools as you just described that. This isn't a good horror healing card, really. Exactly. This is where I was going to go. Yeah. I think the the proof of this card will be in how good the bless pudding is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's reminding me of when we talked a few days ago about the survivor cards and we were talking about predestined and removing curse or adding bless. And it's like that is a fail card that interacts with, with bless and curse. It's not better mm-hmm. than other fail cards. In fact, it could be considered worse than most other fail cards. But it's if you're an investigator who likes doing things with failing, here's how you can also do Bless and Curse. And this is classic Guardian. You can do some healing, but it's with the Bless twist on it. Yeah. yeah. Shall we move on? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't think there's a huge amount else to say on that. We move on to the Blessed Blade. This is a three-cost asset, zero XP, a combat icon. It looks awesome. I love the detail in the art here that everything else is kind of rusted and the blade is stayed clean. Yeah. It's item, weapon, melee, and blessed treated. So a dare can take it. <laughs> Action. If blessed blade is ready, fight. You get plus one combat for this attack. If a bless or elder sign token is revealed during this attack, this attack deals plus one damage. Before revealing chaos tokens for this attack, you may exhaust Blessed Blade to add one Blessed token to the chaos pack. Takes up a hand slot. This is a this is a weird one in that it it only takes you to four fight as Mary, mm-hmm. and really you want to be Mary to get be getting the best use out of it because it it's or or in Mary's team mm. because it's it's heavily reliant on those Blessed tokens. Yes, for the damage. If you don't hit the damage, you're just getting a plus one. And maybe a blessed combat. token. Yeah, and maybe adding a blessed token. Yeah, as soon as you want the damage, it becomes a trickier proposition. If the chaos bag is 20 tokens, of which five are blessed in the Elder Sign, you know, that's still just a 25% chance that you get the extra damage. Mm-hmm. And we've talked before, like, if you go up all the way up to... 10 tokens being Bless and Elder Sign out of, say, a bag of 25, which is about accurate if you've added nine tokens to it. You're still only at 40%, two-fifths chance of getting the extra damage. So that makes me think that this isn't an extra damage card, and we should really view this as your third point of damage card. Yes, yeah, I can see that. So good for three health enemies, yeah. It's that the unreliable extra damage is the worst kind of extra damage, as as (laughs) we've said in the past. yeah. You'd rather, you'd rather it was more difficult to do, but you, you almost certainly got the extra damage. Mm. Yeah, what you do is you attack a three health enemy with this, and then you use something that definitely does two damage, but maybe has charges or something to to, to attack it again. If you only deal yeah. one damage, and then use this again if you do deal the two damage. And if you do deal the two damage, then the second time you exhaust this and add a bless. But really, you want to exhaust this the first time to add a bless to up the chance that you get the damage. But if you've exhausted this, then you can't ready it. It's like a fight with it, rather. Yeah. It's very fiddly. Very fiddly. And it's that, that frustrating thing as well for three health enemies. Like The ideal for conditional damage is that if you get lucky, you kill the three health enemy in a single action. But with this, it presents that same problem, but now for two health enemies as well. That you attack a two health enemy, 
hoping to get the extra damage. And if you fail, you're then spending two actions on a two health enemy, which is very frustrating. You know, I was picturing, as you were saying, how to attack with this. If you attack with this, exhaust it, and commit a vicious blow, hoping to do three damage, and then only do two, you're going to need to attack again anyway with something else. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's it's easy to be down on, on this card before we've really seen Bless in action. Yeah. And we don't know what else is coming it's it's a real coward's way out to say this <laughs> we don't know yeah. we're gonna wait and see but genuinely i think there's there's so much emphasis on bless and curse this cycle that mm. it's, it's really hard to judge these cards in isolation but what i will say say is that this definitely needs some other support around it and it needs you to be to be playing into a particular style and at that point it's still only like an okay weapon mm. Like, the best this is, is that it deals two damage every attack for three cost and a hand slot, which is good, admittedly. It's like mm-hmm. a, you know, it's it's on the level with Machete, which was a card that yeah. we all agreed was a bit too good. Yeah. Well, yeah, Machete's condition was simply that it was the only enemy engaged with you. Mm. I think if we were able to go back in time and reflect on all of the actions people spent engaging enemies or getting their teammates to engage enemies off them to ensure that they got the damage. Mm-hmm. Probably there was quite a few in the scheme of things. Machete probably wasn't a regular two damage weapon, but we just perceived it as being that. If you need someone to engage an enemy off you and they engage it off you, there's no risk there that they reveal a token that stops them from engaging it or something like that. Yeah, Whereas yeah, with yeah. this, there is still that risk. You just are unlucky at the, the whims of the Chaos Bag. But yeah, weirdly, I think actually... I feel more positive about this when I think of it like Book of Psalms. It is to weapons what Book of Psalms is to healing in this blessed world in which we're inhabiting. Yes. And that's cool. You yeah. know, we'll we'll de- we'll explore that world more deeply. Yeah, no, I I yeah. I don't think there's much else to say. Mm. Well take us on to the next card. Okay, yes, this is the Rite of Sanctification. It is a zero cost asset with a single intellect pip. It has the ritual and blessed traits, which means that Mateo can take it. This has seal up to five blessed tokens. If right of sanctification has no token sealed on it, discard it. Reaction, when an investigator at your location plays a card, exhaust right of sanctification and release a chaos token sealed on it. Reduce the cost of that card by two, and it uses an arcane slot. So we have talked about this card at some length because it was on our we, um, it. <laughs> we, we revealed it on our yeah. UK Games Expo episode which you can still watch on YouTube mm-hmm. so if you would like to hear some more initial reactions on it please go and watch that but I think viewing this in the context of the other cards I like it I like it more to be honest mm. I don't know whether you noticed but every other card every other Guardian card in this pack is three cost yeah good point so this could be used on all of them. Uh, the other card I mentioned specifically early on was Brother Xavier, mm-hmm. who's a five-cost card. Yeah, yeah. So playing him for three cost feels pretty good. Playing any of the other cards uh, in this pack for two cost, uh, for one cost, sorry, for two less. Yeah, minus That two. also feels yeah. pretty good. Super good, yeah. When we saw Keep Faith, if you're playing Sister Mary and someone who has Keep Faith, by turn two, you can easily have five blessed tokens in the bag if not more. So you can get this down at zero cost, and then you're generating 10 resources over the next five turns. The other nice thing is you mentioned a bunch of assets there, but this is just when an investigator at your location plays a card. Yeah. So someone wanting to play um, an I've Got a Plan, they can play it for one for any event that they want to play that's more costly. Any of those 
Dunnit, uh, Dunwich, any of those Dream Eaters spell events that all cost two, suddenly all cost zero. All of that, you know, Spectral Razor for zero is pretty nice. Uh, I also wondered if a nice home for this might be someone like Yorick, if you're doing Blessed Yorick. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And you can do Keep Faith in Yorick, seal a bunch of Blessed Tokens on this, and then you've just got a huge economy engine for the next few turns. That's a, that's and it's a, in a slot he doesn't care about. Exactly, yeah. Well, I'll come on to the slot in a minute, but that, there's a great theme there to um, to Yorick, like clearing the graveyard and then sanctifying yeah. it once sanctifying he's done it. it. Yeah, That's yeah, really yeah. cool. I really want to run a, a, a church trio, so take Mary, uh, Mateo and Yorick together in a, in a team. Yeah, that could be really fun. Really fun, yeah. Yeah, so the slot, this... this Makes me jump back because I, I think this is a no-brainer in System Airy, mm-hmm. to an extent. It's it's the most obviously useful card when you've got a lot of blessed tokens in the bag. Yes, yeah, it's the most explicit effect card rather than cause, as it were. Yeah, it's not about adding bless; it's about making use of them beyond just getting a plus two. However, it does use the arcane slot. Yeah, I mean, you, you could have two of these in play just ticking away nicely there but that leaves you without a slot to put something like a shriveling in if you're using that mm, on the mm, offensive yeah. so that makes things a little bit more tricky in here maybe you only have one of these out at a time yeah and if you're in solo and you're wanting to use your willpower to investigate as well as fight mm. then it gets really tricky because you've maybe got this sort of arcane slot clash so yeah that could be really irritating but maybe maybe you use the right you know seal three bless on it and just get six resources even two bless i think it's better than cash because it's getting you four resources just a little bit more slowly yeah yeah you know it's not a card where you're like well you really need to get five bless to get value out of it i think you get value out of it very quickly and i i guess the other thing is you can put this in your deck if you're a guardian in a team with sister mary as well yeah yeah yeah, that's sort of what I meant about Yorick as well. You, the, you don't have to be the one generating the bless. I mean, in that instance, he was, but you can have someone else be generating bless. You just be like, "Yep, scoop." <laughs> yeah, so that's quite nice. Okay, so that's the right. Yes. Finally, we have Hand of Fate, which is also an announced card. This is a three-cost event, willpower and combat icons. It's spell and blessed traded. Fast. Play when an enemy attacks an investigator at your location. Cancel that attack. Then add bless tokens to the chaos bag equal to the attacking enemy's total combined damage and horror values. The art on this card is like a screenshot out of Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like uncannily like Bloodborne. Just like the kind of peaked hat he's got. Or tri- like mm. tricorn hat he's got. It reminds me of the Carnival art. Yeah. There's that whole, like, there was a Call of Cthulhu LCG cycle that was sort of Venetian, and they must have loads of art assets from that that they're now leaning into. Hmm. The way I'm thinking about this is, for one cost, I could be playing dodge, yes. and I would be cancelling the attack. But if I pay two more, I get to add blessed tokens to the chaos bag equal to the attacking enemy's total combined damage and horror values. So for that two cost more, I'm hoping to add four bless because then I'm at, uh, keeping pace with keep faith. But paying two more to add, say, three bless is still pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I like it, actually. Just as a couple of other things. So dodge is a tactic, which obviously mm-hmm. means that Mark can take it. <laughs> uh, this is spell and blessed traded. 
and it gets it gets a an a combat icon instead of an agility icon on dodge. Mm. Yeah. And um, of all those things, spell is probably the most interesting because we have various things that trigger when you play a spell or let you find spells in your deck. Yeah, the arcane initiate finding a spell, so I guess. If you were doing a spell heavy uh, Mary deck, you, know, you could put arcane initiate and dig this up with that. Mm-hmm. However, I, yeah, I, I think it's a, it's an interesting trade off. So you pay two and you potentially get some blessed tokens. The only thing is, it's. It's quite expensive in a faction, which can often be quite strapped for cash. Mm. That's where the right of sanctification comes in, well, isn't it? Well, quite. So it turns into a dodge that tops up your blessed tokens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is which is better than just having a dodge, yeah. Other home, possibly, is Diana Stanley, because it's also a cancel. So again, in a bless-curse environment where you want all of your investigators to do something with bless and curse... Diana could run this instead of Hypnotic Gaze or Dodge because she still wants those cancels, mm-hmm. but it's also feeding into Bless Curse. Yeah. I think Hypnotic Gaze is also a three-cost Dodge. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think that gets played a huge amount. Maybe that's going to change with J-Fine on the scene. Yeah, potentially. But I, I think if anything's going to kill this, it'll be the cost. Yeah. I tell I you what, so. though, if you're building this this uh, Bless Yorick deck... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he might like that. Yeah. Although Yorick tends to not care if he gets hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the point of all these assets he's replaying if he's desperately uh, trying to not get hit and not have anything in his bin needs, to replay? He needs yeah. someone to attack his dogs. Yeah. So that's the Guardian cards. I think obviously the theme is very strongly bless focused, and I think the the way to view Book of Psalms, Bless Blade, and Hand of Fate is that they're like cards we've seen before, but with this bless flavor, and the proof will really be in the playing of how that works and interacts. And I can, you know, imagine event in the future when such things happen again and we meet face to face, someone turning up with a bless heavy deck, packing all of these cards in and it working really nicely. Yeah. And I can also imagine someone turning up and they've put hand of fate in because they don't have hypnotic gaze and you're going, oh, this card, you know, and they're like, oh yeah, it's just because it's a cancel. And you go, oh, okay. You know, that's possible as well. People will think that way. So yeah. We've got two weaknesses left to look at because we looked at the neutral card Temp Fate and we looked at a cursed follower in our Mystic episode just two days ago. Would you like to read Dread Curse or would you like me? No, I, I, I'm happy to read Dread Curse. Mm. First of all, I love the art on this card. Yeah, it's me too. like for fans of the Dark Souls series, it's like the dark, <laughs> it's like the dark sign, which hangs in the sky, is a kind of eclipsed sun look. Uh, anyway, this is a treachery, dread curse, a basic weakness, and it has the curse uh, trait, as one might imagine. Revelation, add five curse tokens to the chaos bag. Wow, I feel like I've said curse a lot of times. <laughs> we all have wings, but they have not been of any avail to us, and if we could tear them off, we would do so. Franz Kafka, the blue octavo notebooks. Mm. I can't remember who it is, but there's some... <laughs> some Kafka-esque novelist Franz Kafka I've heard him described as which always <laughs> makes me laugh this seems like a yeah I mean it's 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 a thing right um, yeah if you draw this as your weakness you want to add the cryptic grimoire to your deck straight away yeah those cryptic seeker decks are just like please can I draw dread curse as my weakness yeah <laughs> my gut feel would be you take this out of your basic weakness pool if you're not playing 
Innsmouth or you don't have anyone <laughs> who could do uh, bless or curse in your party. Because mm. otherwise you're constantly looking around five curse tokens with you. Yeah, 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 when you go out to play, yeah. But my feel was would be it's not too bad. Yeah. I'm saying that with with no idea really how curse feels when you play. <laughs> and I feel like I agree and then I can also picture now the frustration of just being repeatedly whacked over the head by curses. It's like the uh, sideshow bobs stepping on rakes thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I would say that this could be very timing dependent, that you slew a load of curses into the bag just at, just when you're already feeling like you're up against it and maybe running short on icons to commit or boosts, and then you'll just feel like, oh, backbreaking. Yeah, be interesting to see how it plays out. And then finally, we have Day of Reckoning, which is uh, also a treachery, also basic weakness, end time straighted. And this card design was inspired by the events of Arkham Knights 2018. Revelation attached Day of Reckoning to the current agenda. Then search the Chaos Bag for an Elder Sign token and seal it on Day of Reckoning. If any listeners know what events there were at Arkham Knights 2018 that inspired this, please write in and let us know. It's news to me. So you basically lose the Elder Sign for the rest of the agenda. Yeah, I must admit, my my gut feel is that I'm I'm not a big fan of this because it feels like it could be hugely swingy and it takes out something from the game, which is really good fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's scenarios where you've got like a whole load of two Doom agendas where this is... This is nothing. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, there's scenarios where you've got 12 Doom agendas. Yeah, where this is going to Beyond sit... the Gates of Sleeps is a 19 Doom agenda. Yeah, this is going to sit in play for a good portion of the game. Mm. And drawing the Elder Sign is part of the fun of the game Yeah, when it happens. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of it because it seems like it's got quite an, quite an amount of variance to it. Yeah. I think also the variances of investigators who care or don't care about the Elder Sign token. If I'm playing Roland Banks, who Elder Sign is rarely impactful, you know, or Agnes plus one for each horror on you, it's like, yeah, whatever. Maybe you're pulling it for a clutch test. But if you're playing Mateo, <laughs> you love hitting the Elder Your whole deck is geared around hitting the Elder Sign. This yeah. could just be a, oh yeah, by the way, you have no ability now. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah, yeah. Although if you can seal it on something else first, then obviously this isn't going to do anything. Yeah, so when I play Crystalline Elder Sign and seal the Elder Sign, I'm actually helping. Yeah. And I'll but, be using but Frank, you didn't draw Day of Reckoning. <laughs> it's like, oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just helping generally. I just use this as my excuse. Someone might have Day of Reckoning. I don't know what we're <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be my line. Yeah, so that is the end of our... Innsmouth Conspiracy Deluxe Expansion First Look Unboxing. What a week it's been. official tightening. Yeah, what, what, what a five-day session. So yeah, we hope you've enjoyed everything we've talked about here. We're definitely going to revisit Bless and Curse when we've played with it properly and thought about it a bit more and get a little bit more of that kind of personal experience that we like to bring to the cast. Peter, do you have any final headline thoughts about Innsmouth? Uh, it's been a hard one, this, actually. I think it's the hardest yeah. of all the ones we've done because of because of the unknown quantity of Bless and Curse. Uh, and there are mathematical analyses of how well they work and, and what their equivalents are. Mm. But I think it's it's really going to be a case of, A, playing with it to see how it feels in it, you know, in reality and seeing what other cards come 
that that interact with Bless and Curse in, in kind of quite fundamental ways. And we, we've definitely seen some of those cards coming. There's there's yes, the Covenants yeah. coming, for instance, um, yeah. and they're really going to upset the the calculations we've done already. Yeah. In fact, it's probably good, you know, at the risk of blowing our our own trumpets here, that we're not settling on what we think about it yet. Because this is only the first chapter, and there is going to be so much that changes it. And, you know, it would be like us leaping to decide any investigator before we've played it. Yeah, I don't like this ability. I don't think this person will be good. It's like there'll be cards that come out that that investigator will really enjoy and can play off. And it's worth giving it a bit of time, isn't it? I'm so glad this is the cycle. This is whatever it is, cycle five or six. Because if this was the second cycle, I think I'd find it really hard as a novice podcaster to try and approach talking about all these cards that relate to a thing that we haven't really tried or played or whatever. Personal take there. I think the investigators I'm really excited by as well. That was my final thought. It feels like they're mostly more straightforward than what we got in the Dream Eaters. You know, most of them are the 5-2 splits uh three of them are anyway and i think that's fine like i like that and i like that there's enough scope in the game still that you don't have to have investigators with variable secondary classes and variable deck sizes to keep people interested certainly i'm interested even without any of that i'm excited to dive in on them so yeah that's my final thought if you'd like to get in touch with us we're drawn to the flame podcast at gmail.com we're drawn to the flame on facebook twitter Patreon and Designed by Humans. Peter, how can people get in touch with you? I am uh, United everywhere. That's U-N-I-T-L-E-D. I'm on Twitter and uh, Instagram as the.United and Discord. So please say hello. How about you, Frank? I'm FB on Twitter. That's E-P-H underscore B-E-E. I'm F-E-B or Zooey Glass or Zozo around the place. Please also say hello if you want to. Thanks very much for listening. Mm-hmm.